Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Obadiah 1 through 21. Edom will be humbled. The vision of Obadiah, thus says the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a report from the Lord, and an envoy has been sent among the nations, saying, Arise, and let us go against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You are greatly despised. The arrogance of your heart has deceived you. You who live in the clefts of the rock, in the loftiness of your dwelling place, who say in your heart, Who will bring me down to earth? Though you build high like the eagle, though you set your nest among the stars. From there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. If these came to you, if robbers by night, oh, how you will be ruined. Would they not steal only until they had enough? If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave some gleanings? Oh, how Esau will be ransacked and his hidden treasures searched out. All the men allied with you will send you forth to the border, and the men at peace with you will deceive you and overpower you. They who eat your bread will set an ambush for you. There is no understanding in him. Will I not on that day, declares the Lord, destroy wise men from Edom and understanding from the mountain of Esau? Then your mighty men will be dismayed, O Timan, so that everyone may be cut off from the mountains of Esau by slaughter. Because of violence to your brother Jacob, you will be covered with shame, and you will be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth, and foreigners entered his gate and cast lots for Jerusalem, You too were as one of them. Do not gloat over your brother's day, the day of his misfortune, and do not rejoice over the sons of Judah in the day of their destruction. Yes, do not boast in the day of their distress. Do not enter the gate of my people in the day of their disaster. Yes, you do not gloat over their calamity in the day of their disaster. 
and do not loot their wealth in the day of their disaster. Do not stand at the fork of the road to cut down their fugitives, and do not imprison their survivors in the day of their distress. The day of the Lord and the future. For the day of the Lord draws near on all the nations. As you have done, it will be done to you. Your dealings will return on your own head, because just as you drank on my holy mountain, all the nations will drink continually. They will drink and swallow and become as if they had never existed. But on Mount Zion, there will be those who escape, and it will be holy, and the house of Jacob will possess their possessions. Then the house of Jacob will be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, but the house of Esau will be as stubble. And they will set them on fire and consume them, so that there will be no survivor of the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. Then those of the Negev will possess the mountain of Esau, and those of the Shephelah, the Philistine, plain. Also possess the territory of Ephraim and the territory of Samaria, and Benjamin will possess Gilead, and the exiles of this host of the sons of Israel, who are among the Canaanites as far as Zarephath. And the exiles of Jerusalem, who are in Shepherd, will possess the cities of the Negev. The deliverers will ascend Mount Zion to judge the mountain of Esau, and the kingdom will be the Lord's. Matthew two, thirteen through 23 The Flight to Egypt Now when they had gone, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt. And remain there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. So Joseph got up and took the child and his mother while it was still night and left for Egypt. He remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt, I called my son. Herod slaughters babies. Then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged and sent and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its vicinity from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the Magi. Then what had been spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned by God in a dream, he left for the regions of Galilee and came and lived in a city called Nazareth. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. I think the warning in Obadiah is pretty clear. Um, it's just understanding who the players are. It's just understanding who are they referring to and who is this Edom and who is Esau. And I mean, because I know the individuals are who they are. But if we know Jacob, we understand that Jacob is God's people, his descendants through Abraham, through Isaac, through Jacob, and then the 12 tribes, and then through Joseph, the two half tribes. And then, so you've got all of these coming together. 
to be Jacob. So when you refer to Jacob or the sons of Jacob or the sons of Israel, that's who he's referring to. And those descendants have been the Israelites, the Hebrews, and eventually nicknamed, uh, shortened nickname for Judah would be Jew. So that's the, the, that's Israel. That's the Hebraic descendants of, of Abraham. But then you have Edom and Esau, which was named the same. And you will be called Edom. Esau, who is the brother, who is the outsider, the other nations. You already know Isaac has a, another nation rising up, which would be Ishmael. And they would rise up to be a great nation as an enemy. And then you also have now Jacob, another splitting of nations off of Jacob. So even through Isaac, there's two more nations. You've got Edom or Esau and the Edomites. And you've got, um, of course, Israel, Jacob. So who is Edom? Those would be those who are not within that um, bloodline. Same thing as when you when you get to the time of Jesus and they start referring to the Jews or the Gentiles. Gentiles mean, the word actually means the nations. So it's anyone who's not of Jewish descent or within the Jewish nation. So all the other nations of the world but if you're calling yourself to be a son of God, if you are a follower of Christ, then you are adopted in as Israel. You're adopted into Jacob. It actually says into Abraham. You are adopted in, grafted in to the, the lineage or the genealogy. Well, that's phenomenal. But... The warning is clear here that God says those outsiders, Edom, Esau, you come in, do not, absolutely do not laugh at, scoff at, make fun of, mock, do not look down on them, do not spit on them, do not do anything negative towards them, do not loot them. Whenever Judah falls, whenever Jerusalem or whenever his Zion, his people Whenever they fall, whenever they're in their time of distress, whenever they're struggling, whenever they're dispersed throughout the world, whenever they're having struggles because they are the most persecuted people ever in the history of the world, and the only one, by the way, that has been persecuted and scattered and still come back together as a nation, most who are persecuted and scattered dissolve out and become just a part of the other nations. So... He's saying, don't look down on them, yet be there for them. And then he says, what you do to them, I will make sure happens to you. And that promise is, is a few times in the Bible, Old and New Testament, written in black and in red. But what you do to others, what you say about others, but especially what you do to his people, he's going to ensure happens to you. You don't want that. Now think about who Joseph and, and Jesus, the baby Jesus and Mary, who are they representing at that time in Matthew 2? That's our Messiah. That's the one who came to save everyone, to give them away because 
the two paths that could assure you eternity, you couldn't do without having the one who did it for you, which would be Jesus. So those two paths that were already talked about in Romans and set before us, we could not fulfill without Jesus to do it, to model it, to show us how to do it. And also for us to be able to, um, as a follower of Jesus, wear his code of righteousness that he has because we don't have one on our own. So um, Jesus represents the Savior for all the world, but also the one that's being rejected by both Jacob and Esau. So because of that, Jacob would be punished. And he said, do not look down on them. Do not loot. Do not scoff. Do not. So he's giving us warnings. When they're going through these struggles, you don't make fun. You don't turn your back. But you're a big brother for them and you need to be there and help them. And there's many who have. But you're not supposed to turn your back on Israel. You're supposed to be there to help Israel. And talking about the future, he says, because all those things, as the outsider looking in, all those things that you do against my people, I will ensure comes back on you. Now, now in our current time, the Christian church, majority of us are being taught to despise and to hate Israel. We're supposed to look down on the Jews. In fact, many of them, they'll talk about when they refer to, oh, which part of the Bible are you talking about? Is that Old Testament? That's Jewish. We don't do that anymore. They literally, they, they don't understand because they've been taught that. It's not their fault, but they've been taught that, that anything that's Jewish is evil. Okay. So then that what you say and that what you do against God's people, he's going to ensure comes back on you. Do you want people saying that you're evil? Do you want people turning their back on you when you're in trouble? Do you want people joining up with your enemies to come on the attack against you? That which you do to Israel, he will ensure will return onto you. So Father, I just pray that we can be allies. We can not just be allies, but be a family. That we can come together as a way that you wanted us to be. Not outsiders looking in, but adopted in as family. And Father, that we could know what that truly means to be an adopted son or daughter of the Almighty. Help us to, to be able to um, live a life that reflects that, that other people could see our lives and think, that's what I want. Whatever it is that that person has, that's what I want. And of course, we know that the thing that we have that they truly want is you and a relationship with you as our Father and with Jesus as the Lord of our life. So thank you that we have the opportunity to choose you. Help us to choose wisely. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.